Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys had a blessed, safe weekend. Enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. Doug and I had a great show on there. And today, there's going to be a fast-paced show. There's a lot of stuff we're going to be getting into. And the first thing that I want to cover right now, just to kind of make sure everybody realizes What's exactly happening around the world? I got an email from a listener in Canada who's basically in Alberta, and they said, you know, two months ago, they basically got the injection because they couldn't deal with it anymore. They said trying to travel, trying to do things has become so difficult, and they're essentially shunning and segregating anybody that doesn't follow the compliance as far as with the RNA gene therapy injection. And now, the health minister of Canada came out now. And I'm, I'm going to play this video here, this clip for a second. I'll let you guys hear this. If this doesn't show you how pre-planned and how long-term orchestrated this is, remember what I said last year when everybody kept saying, oh, COVID's going to be over after November. As soon as the election's over, COVID's going to be over. I said, dude, this is just a warm-up session. This is just a warm-up session. These guys are playing for blood. They are not going to stop until they get every single person consistently injected. And this is what this listener told me from Canada. They said they're so frustrated right now because they got the shot because they wanted to be able to travel. And now the health department's coming out and saying, well, listen, we're looking at the booster shots. You're probably not going to be able to travel unless you get your booster shot on top of that. And your next booster shot, and your next booster shot. And just to clarify, this is what's happening in Canada right now. I'm going to play this right now. Canadians are getting vaccinated right now. It's also important to plan ahead for the future. We've reached an agreement with Pfizer for 35 million booster doses for next year and 30 million in the year after. This deal includes options to add 30 million doses in both 2022 and 2023, and an option for 60 million doses in 2024. Pfizer has been a solid partner for Canada in this fight against COVID-19. I bet Pfizer has. If that right there doesn't get your attention and make you realize real fast, this isn't going to stop until we make it stop. Until people stop complying with this, it's not going to end Period. 2024 contract options for 65 million doses? Are you joking me right now? Are you joking me, Canada? Is this really something you guys are going to tolerate up there? This does not end until compliance stops. The longer people keep submitting, the longer people keep complying, the longer this is going to go on and on and on and on. They're not going to stop with a booster shot this year. They're not going to stop with a booster shot next year. He just told you that they have options for the contracts with Pfizer for 2024, meaning you can pretty much plan if you want to keep complying to this, you're going to keep taking ejections for the rest of your life if you want to travel and do stuff, if you want to keep complying. Civil disobedience is key, and ironically enough, you see countries like Denmark, right? Two weeks ago, Denmark ended all domestic COVID restrictions. No vaccines, no passports, no mask mandates, nothing. Oh, imagine that. Their cases have been dropping to the floor, declining rapidly. Oh, but then you look at states like Hawaii, who they've had mass mandates and vaccine mandates, and they're going through the roof. Oh, South Korea, they've had record high levels for nearly three months 
despite 99% mass compliance, mass mandates, and fines for noncompliance. Oh, that's right. That's because that's because the mass work. This is where they're taking it, and this is where it's going to keep going. Now, then you start seeing other countries that are starting to wake up, and now New Zealand, I'm, which I'm finally, I'm proud of it. New Zealand now has abandoned the zero COVID policy that Australia has been trying to implement now. New Zealand's announced that it's dropped the controversial zero COVID policy after numerous critics pointed out that such an approach in eliminating the virus is literally impossible. There are viruses everywhere. The concept of zero COVID policy like Australia is trying to pretend they're implementing, that's not what they're implementing. It's 100% tyranny policy. That's what it is. And so I'm proud of New Zealand for actually stepping up to this now and abandoning this complete and totally illogical, non-scientific back idea that you can somehow remove a virus from society and you can vaccine your way out of this. This is where it's headed, my friends. They just told you what their plan is in Canada. They've shown us in Australia. This is where they're taking it. So it's crucial right now. Everybody keep getting the news and truth out there as best as physically possible. What do you think, Dad? Uh, well, I think it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare that's not ending because people are not standing up against the mask compliance, the vaccine compliance, and everything else compliance. And if you think this is bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. You wait until the doggone antibody-induced enhancement hits the doggone street, starting you know with the flu shots and starting with the flu this coming fall and this winter. It's going to be unbelievable, and they're going to blame everything on the non-vaxxed. Because they've got to find the boogeyman. It's like, remember the war on terror <laughs> with George W. We've got a war on terror. Remember the war on crime? Remember the war on drugs? Oh, yes, all it's the same thing. They've got to find a boogeyman, and guess what? We are the new boogeyman. Now, I come to you with heavy heart this morning, though, because uh, Jimmy, my friend, has succumbed to COVID. Well, he didn't succumb to COVID. He died because of remdesivir and basically being put on a ventilator and. So he's gone. So his family, just pray for him and for his family. I, I hate bringing you that news, but, you know, when you don't get out of that hospital system when you know you should, or you can't get out of the hospital when you know you should, and you know they're putting stuff into you that they shouldn't, but you can't do anything about it because you're too sick to fight it, uh, it's a nightmare. People are dying by the droves right now, by the hundreds of thousands, if not by the millions, from the protocols that are being used in hospitals around the world to basically bring in the eugenics protocol. Now, just to change the topic real quick, I didn't have to segue because I didn't want to bring that up today anyhow, but we're under a DOS attack right now with Global Star, uh, the dial of service, uh, and basically full-blown attack right now. So if you're trying to listen to the show live right now, you're not going to hear it, but it'll be on the archives. Just thought I'd mention that to you. That's probably because they knew and they know about a story that I'm bringing up in here in just a second that I'm going I'm to read to you that you guys have to know about. And also one more thing too. I got it on a lighter note. Let me talk about professional wrestling. I mean the NFL, uh, which is kind of synonymous with each other because they're both licensed as entertainment. I watched the New England game last night against Tampa Bay. I've never seen a more rigged spectacle in my entire life. It was completely and totally rigged. Whenever Tom Brady wanted to show it, pin, wanted to throw a pinpoint pass, it went directly to the receiver and they caught it. When he didn't want to, when his guys are in the end zone waiting for him to throw a pass to him, he's throwing it up into the stands, over the end zone. No, no, that thing was rigged last night. Let me tell you why they do it, just for you guys that are basically who sat up until midnight like I did last night watching the game. I haven't watched an NFL game probably in 10, 15 years because I knew it was rigged and fixed when my NFL buddy used to work out when he told me they were rigged and fixed. But what happens is this. Let's say they have an NFL game and they get 
you know, a hundred million or two hundred million dollars worth of advertising on that in that game. Now, let me just stay with the numbers here for a second. And what ends up happening is this: the advertising revenue is based upon how many people are tuned into the show. So, in other words, if let's say there's a hundred million people tuned into the game, they're going to get X amount of dollars per thirty second ad slot. And these guys who buy the advertisement, they're pretty smart. They're pretty savvy. They tell the basically NFL that it's all going to be based on ad revenue. Based upon the ad revenue will be based upon the total number of viewership. So if you got the beginning of a game and you've got a hundred million people, you got tremendous ad revenue coming in. If the Tampa Bay Bucks go up fifty to nothing in the first quarter, everybody turns off the game because it's boring. It's over with. So they got to keep it tight, like they did last night. That keeps people looking till the very end because if 100 million people are watching the game, but in the fourth quarter it's a blowout, now you have 2 million people watching the game. The ad revenue will be cut down probably by 70 to 80 to 90 percent. Just to let you guys know the numbers because they're going to say, no, you promised me this rating. I got this rating. Now we're going to prorate the amount of money we're going to pay you for the advertising because instead of 100 million people watching this advertising, we had potentially 100 or 1 million people watching it. So we don't want to pay you for this. So it's a performance guarantee of how many people are going to be listening. And see, this happens all the time in big advertising and with Wall Street. That's why the NFL is licensed as entertainment. Oh, look, then you get a wide, then you get a field goal that hits the uprights. That field goal was probably supposed to go through and Tom Brady was supposed to have a last, another one minute, you know, surge at the very end, do another field goal to do another touchdown strike. The whole thing is scripted. It's like, it's like the circus clown show in Washington. It's a big script. So if you're wasting your money watching the NFL, or as far as gambling on it, or you're wasting your time watching the NFL like I did last night, which I probably won't ever do again for a long, long time, just remember, it is entertainment. You get to watch a lot of really good athletes running around really fast, catching a bunch of balls, getting paid to basically scam you. Just thought I'd mention that in passing because a lot of you guys are really into the NFL. I get these videos and these audios all the time. All right, here we go. There it is. The study has now found a predominance of antibody-resistant SARS-CoV-2 variants and vaccine breakthrough cases in the San Francisco Bay Area. What does that mean? Exactly what we told you is going to happen. The predominance of antibody-resistant SARS-CoV-2 variants and vaccine breakthrough cases. The California study finds that the vaccinated individuals, I'll repeat that, the study finds that vaccinated individuals are more susceptible to COVID variant infections than the unvaccinated. Imagine that. Geer van den Bosch has been warning that vaccine antibodies would suppress natural antibody responses, exactly what Dr. Lee Merritt said. I'm going to repeat that again. That vaccine antibodies, they're not antibodies, they're spike proteins, would suppress natural antibody responses. That's exactly what's happened. The vaccine antibodies take control of the immune system, that's the spike proteins, and defend against only against a targeted virus, which means they don't even defend against a targeted virus because they think it's a naturally occurring compound in the body. Among vaccinated individuals, a COVID variant virus is not recognized by the specialized antibodies provided by the vaccine. Imagine that. I'm going to repeat that and put it in layman's terms. Among the vaccinated individuals, a COVID variant virus made out of spike proteins is not recognized by the specialized antibody spike proteins provided by the kill shot. And the natural antibodies in the bodies have been programmed to stand down. This is exactly what Dr. Merritt said. And this is exactly what Dr. Tenpenny said. This is exactly what Dr. Maji said. And they said the exact same thing, that there is an ingredient added to the 
kill shot that tells your body to stand down and suppresses your immune system so your cells will produce spike proteins by the trillions. So here we go. This is the smoking gun. <laughs> Associations between the vaccine breakthrough cases and infection by SARS-CoV-2 variants have remained largely unexplored until now, and now we realize that it's simply not working. Israel's already on a second round of booster shots, and the virus is getting worse and worse and worse in Israel. And now they're telling the Israelis, and this is absolutely nuts, that they have to take more and more kill shots. And many of the Israelis now, 1.5 million Israelis are now being told, guess what, guys, that they are no longer able to travel because they have lost their green pass privileges as stricter COVID-19 rules kick in harder and harder and harder. Israel has revoked all green passes issued today with the new guidelines limiting COVID-19 immunity status only to those who naturally recovered or received at least their latest vaccine shot within the past six months. At least 1.5 million Israelis lost their green passes as the new rules kicked in on Sunday, according to the Jerusalem Post, why Channel 12 News estimated a number to be closer to 2 million. Those eligible have been issued a replacement certificate. Whoa. So it's like also said, is it ever going to end? We see it in Canada. The answer is simply this. No, it's never going to end. Also, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Austin, are you there? I guess we've lost Austin. Okay, well, we're having all kinds of DOS attacks this morning. That's not surprising considering what we're going through. Uh, Todd will try to reconnect to Austin. I hope I'm still on the air. I mean, that's as sad as that's going to get, isn't it? By the way, in Australia right now, New South Wales Premier has resigned, and she's been accused of taking bribes to push vaccines. Australia's Gladys B-E-R-E-J-I-K-L-I-A-N, Burke Jaclian, I guess is her name, the Premier of New South Wales, has resigned on Friday as she is now under investigation by the Independent Commission against corruption into her secret romantic relationship with former Wagga Wagga MP Daryl McGuire and whether she played a role in grants that were made to special interest groups. Only days earlier, she was warned. She warned Sydney residents that if they don't take the kill shot, they face total social isolation indefinitely after the stay-at-home order ends in December. Two weeks ago, Clive Palmer, a wealthy businessman of the mining and resort industries who created a new political party, the United Australia Party, said that Pfizer and AstraZeneca are behind Gladys' frantic push for vaccines. Wait a minute. And they paid her tens of millions of dollars in bribes. That kind of settles it, doesn't it? Think about it for a second. Who owns, <laughs> who owns AstraZeneca? Who owns these major pharmaceutical corporations? Oh, you already know because you listen to the show. It's State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock, Bloodline, Bloodline families, including the Rothschilds and the Sassoons. And this is the group that runs the planet. Has been for thousands of years to the ancient Canaanite religions, and they continue to do so. So now we're starting to see these people get bribed to push kill shots because they're so profitable, and their whole goal here is eugenics and the reduction of the population. <laughs> Australia even goes one step further. Police have asked aviation authorities to declare no-fly zones over Melbourne to hide protesters. Gideon Rosnier, the director of policy at the Institute of Public Affairs in Melbourne, 
said that the police in his home state of Victoria asked the Federal Aviation Authority to declare a no-fly zone over Melbourne so commercial media outlets couldn't film the protests, which have allowed the public to know how large they were. He said it was extraordinary for the government to request that police to censor the broadcast media. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Do you really think the, the police care about the broadcast media? Well, you bet they do. They really do. They don't want you telling, being told the truth. Because what happens, here's what happens in Melbourne. If you get 100,000 or 200,000 people showing up for massive protests, it energizes the rest of the population, and they realize they're not alone. If you're going to go to a protest and you know there's going to be 100,000 people meeting you there, you're going to go there you know, in a hurry, and you're going to go there with a really good attitude because you're going to know that you're not going to be alone and not all 100,000 people are going to get arrested. If you go with two or three people, you figure you're going to go spend some time in jail. Isn't that kind of what happened in D.C. on January the 6th? Millions went according to what Trump wanted them to do, told them to do to protest while he left them dangling over the fire and in jail now with the key leaders and basically the people who actually did what he asked them to do are still in jail, still standing trial, still going to jail, now become convicted felons in many cases. Yeah, same thing. Isn't that the same Donald Trump who's still pushing the kill shot? That's him. Isn't that the same Donald Trump who said it's Operation Warp Speed and it's cost trillions of dollars in the economy by shutting down the economy and push these vaccines through AstraZeneca, through the bloodline families and State Street and Vanguard and basically <laughs> BlackRock, because he is the one. He's also being controlled by the same organizations, uh, uh, pretty much. But by the way, the U.S. Supreme Court, unless you thought you were going to get some help from them, has supported by both parties, has declined to hear the case against vaccine mandates in New York. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. The U.S. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, super hardcore liberal, Denied a challenge by four teachers and teaching assistants in New York City who sought to halt the enforcement of the vaccine mandate by communist mayor Bill de Blasio. All 148,000 staff in New York City school district were ordered to be injected with the kill shot by October the 1st, 2021, or face being placed on unpaid leave. Why Sotomayor is a Democrat, she's not alone in this decision. Conservative Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett similarly denied a petition by Indiana University students to block that school's COVID-19 vaccine mandate in August. Former President Trump funded, here we go again, Operation Warp Speed to bring the COVID-19 shots to market faster than any other vaccines in U.S. history. Because Q and Trump pushed the conservatives to take the kill shot regardless of the consequences, because they were supporting Donald Trump, who's still doing rallies all over the country, still bringing the sheeple to hear him. Journalist Brian Schilfe wrote that the conservative right supported the 1986 National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, which gave pharmaceutical companies legal immunity in the courts from being sued due to injuries and deaths caused by their vaccines. And Republican President Ronald Reagan signed a bill into law who basically pushed the shots on everybody and allowed the manufacturers of the vaccines to have complete and total immunity. All of the conservatives on the bench sided with Big Pharma, including Justice Clarence Thomas back then and Justice Samuel Litio. So all of these things are happening to us all around us, and we think we're going to have the ability to come in and fix this. Well, that's not going to happen right now, but we need to continue to do everything we possibly can to fight this in the courts. Why? Because at least when we take him to court, at least when we make it a public record, they listen. Let me give you a perfect example. Years ago, I had a witch <laughs> threaten me repeatedly. Uh, this is not a joke. 
she actually attacked me physically. And we ended up getting a hearing order, you know, basically a restraining order hearing, you know, in the court here in Polk County. A crazy, crazy story. And when they asked her to questions about what she was doing, she basically took the Fifth Amendment. I can't even make this up. You guys can go. If you know me, I'll give you the names. You go look it up in the court records. You can listen to the microfish recordings if you'd like to, whatever you'd like to do, or however they're they're stored now in the court. Here's what's interesting about all of this stuff. When I shined light on her, they scattered. The bugs scattered, just like they do roaches, just like roaches run under the refrigerator if you don't have your house properly, how should I say, cleansed, you know, as far as keeping all the food off the floor. And this is the same thing that happens with these clowns that do this. When you bring them into a court and you make them testify under oath, and oh, suddenly it becomes public record, suddenly it snaps them tight, and suddenly they realize that just maybe they don't want public record to be out there about what they're saying or not saying or what they're testifying against or what they're taking the fifth against. This is the only thing we have to do right now as far as from a court system standpoint because the courts have been totally compromised. Why? Because of Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein has gone in now with Israel, who he worked for. Just got to mention that one right now because he worked for Mossad, and he has blackmailed. Remember Justice Roberts? He was also in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. You know, all these different people have been, how should I say, compromised in some way or the other in many cases. Remember what J. Edgar Hoover said, that cross-dressing weirdo? He said that you don't have to control 100 percent of Congress. You only have to control 50 percent or 51 percent if you want the votes to go your way. We all need to understand that, that this is what's happening right now in the United States in all of the different branches of our government. Austin, are you back with me? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. oh, glad you're back with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I came to you a minute ago and you weren't there, so I'm glad. Yeah, you're back. I had some some audio issues I was working on. I'm back and ready to roll. And no, you're exactly right. I mean, it, it's very clear and evident from what we're seeing right now, all the way from Israel to all these countries and all the corruptions going on. And I mean, why are we not surprised? that they're getting bribes in Australia to push the injection. I mean, it's very, very clear what the agenda is. I told you guys, Pfizer, they're reaping in tens of billions of dollars right now in gross profit just from this shot alone. That's why now the CDC's come out, you guys saw over the weekend, and they're now demanding all pregnant women get the shot. I mean, hard demanding. Everybody's pregnant, you need to get the shot. All pregnant females need to get injected immediately with a COVID shot. And I'm sitting there looking at it, shaking my head. And I, I saw the uh, news story popped up on CNN when I was in a store the other day. I stopped in the store and they had CNN playing. And so I watched it for about two minutes. And the level, the level of rhetoric was unprecedented. I was sitting there looking at it just in disgust. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me right now? We're and she said in the list, it's it's very, very important. It's the most important thing you can do as a mother right now to get injected with the vaccine. It's so important for your safety and your baby's safety. And I'm sitting there going, baby safety? Mom safety? Just the VAERS vaccine adverse event reporting system alone that the CDC reports on blatantly shows right now that there have been 1,969 fetal deaths among pregnant women who received the COVID-19 injection. And that's the VAERS report, which is usually unbelievably low numbers as far as how many are actually reported. Almost 2,000 babies in the last eight months have died reported from the COVID injection. 
But yet they're going on national television telling everybody, it's so important you do this right now. So you have to do it right now. No. What is going on, and this is what's happening right now, and I talked to Dad about this the other day. They realize what's going to start happening now over the next three months, six months, 12 months as far as the adverse events and the health issues are going to start occurring more and more and more with people as long as they keep getting this injection. Israel's a prime example. If Israel's not careful, they're going to be completely genocided, flat out. I mean, that, that's, that's on the way right now. I mean, Australia, they're saying, if you don't take the shot, you're going to be quarantined in solidarity indefinitely. I mean, tell me that's a concentration camp without telling me it's not. It's a concentration camp. I mean, are you joking me right now? This is supposed to be normal? This is supposed to be okay? And yet so many people just go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, don't, don't worry about it. it. It's for your health. It's, it's for your protection, guys. It's, it's for your safety. We're, we're going to shoot you in the face with rubber bullets because you have a mask on. Because it's for your safety. You know, I mean, 12-gauge rubber bullets, are they're, they're, they're safer than not wearing a mask, right? This is where they're going. Now, you see all these reports now. Another story came out. Denver police officer Jose Benriquez, he appeared on Fox News, which I'm surprised Fox even aired this. I guess they have to have at least a little bit. Of the story as far as the truth, you know, couple, couple percentage. Fox tries to do a couple percentage. That way they can lie to you the rest 97% of the time. But Jose Manriquez, he appeared on Fox News with his attorney, and he said how he reluctantly took the Pfizer injection to keep his job as a law enforcement officer in Denver. And now he can no longer walk. He's in a wheelchair. 34-year-old father of four, military veteran, had already covered, recovered from COVID-19. Already recovered. Had antibodies. Perfectly healthy dude. Said he was great shape. They told him if he did not get the injection, he would be terminated. He went and got the injection, wheelchair-bound now. Can't figure out what's wrong with him. But numerous doctors, all these neurological problems with him now. And he said, this is absolutely horrific. He goes, I would never, ever do this ever again. I cannot believe I did this. And we're seeing now more and more and more and more of these side effects, yet people are still just closing their eyes and saying, no, it's for your safety. How long do we play the charade? And I mean that sincerely. There's a video the other day I saw in a kindergarten group, four and five-year-olds, four and five-year-olds, hunter's age, and they're sitting next to each other on these chairs, you know, shoulder to shoulder, and the teacher's singing the song, making them sing songs. They're, they're all masked up. They all have muzzles on. And the teacher sitting there and singing, I wear a mask to school because it protects my friends and making them sing along. Complete and total indoctrination. These kids look so, so twisted. You can see it in their eyes. They're so confused. How, how do you interact with children at five and six years old? Well, you have a muzzle on your face and they have a muzzle. How do you, how do you read body language? How do you learn body language as a child? How do you interact? The answer is you can't. You're going to turn into a social derelict. There's, there's, I mean, you're not going to have any type of social skills whatsoever. And that's exactly what they want, isn't it? They want to build the next realm, the next generation of mindless drones. And it's sad. It saddens me that so many parents are still allowing their children to be subjected to this child abuse. And they just go, oh, well, it's just a mask. No, it's not a mask. It's way more than a mask. I was talking to my good buddy yesterday who's on SWAT, and he uh, he got called out again for another another um, multiple homicide over in Lakeland. So they had basically the uh, 
headquarter truck and everything out there. A guy came into somebody's house. I guess they they knew each other, and uh, he beat the one guy and his wife to death with a baseball bat. No firearms. Beat him with a baseball bat. And Carlton said, "You know what's crazy is there's so many people running around now terrified of." A virus that pretty much we've all had, we've all got exposed to now. Majority of us already had antibodies or we've already basically, you know, resistant to it. And he said, nobody even wants to address the fact of what's really going on. He said, a lot of people are losing their mind right now. He said, this entire societal hoax, this fear porn that they've subjected everybody to is making a lot of people completely and totally lose their mind. And I said, yeah. I said, I know. You, you can see it now. And then you see bobblehead Fauci. You see, he gets on television today and goes, don't make any plans for Christmas yet. You know, well, well, remember, did, did we already hear this last year? Remember, I feel like I'm, I'm repeating myself. Oh, that's right. 2020. He said, oh, you need to be very careful. You probably need to cancel your Christmas plans. He's now he's saying that now. He goes on. He was on the CBS News, Face the Nation. Listen to this propaganda. Brennan, the communist that basically was interviewing him, said, do people need to start looking around and saying it's just too risky to gather with members if there are unvaccinated children? That's what he asked him on television on CBS yesterday. Is it too risky to gather with family members if there are unvaccinated children? Are you joking me right now? Is this really what we're actually putting out on mainstream media? Yeah, it is. And Fauci goes, well, I believe what the CDC has recommended, if you're in a situation where there's you're in the community, um, even if you are vaccinated, you're in an indoor setting, in a congregated setting, it makes sense to wear a mask and avoid any high-risk situations. They're literally teaching everybody, and they've done this for a year and a half now, and I said this so succinctly last year, the masks are designed to remind you to stay in a state of fear. You put on your mask to show your good servant. You put on your mask to show you are subservient. You put on your mask to remind everybody else that there's a virus that's invisible, that's rummaging around. It's the war on the virus. You wear a mask to show your submission. That's what it was. The mask was designed to remind everybody to be scared. And for some odd reason, hardly few people I've talked to actually understand that concept. The same twisted, sadistic ideology that they came out with by saying you have to stand six feet apart. Every time you walk in the store, the number six is everywhere. I mean, can you get any more clear-cut satanic? I mean, you have six on the floor, six on the wall, six on the wall, six on the door. I mean, everywhere you go, six numbers everywhere. Really? I mean, is this where there is this really, really what we're going to continue to keep believing with these guys? And now we're seeing that (laughs) Fauci goes on and blatantly says now that you need to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision on vaccines. What he says. I said, I think what people have to appreciate is that, indeed, you do have personal liberties for yourself and you should be in control of them. However, as a member of society reaping all the benefits, particularly in the context of the pandemic, you've got to look at it and say there comes a time when you have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. You can't even make this stuff up with this clown. you got to give up. You're making your own decision. This all comes into the communist ideology. This is where they're taking it. This is what they're promoting. This is what they're pushing. This is where they're going to continue to tell everybody 
this is for your health, this is for your safety, follow orders, wear a mask, get in line, get on the last train to Auschwitz, as we've said so succinctly. That's where this is headed. And it's time, it is time, my friends, it has been past time for everybody to stop complying. I've told you before, the medical exemptions, the personal medical exemptions or the personal religious exemptions are crucial right now in getting extremely proactive and filing those and having a paper trail of emails, of texts, of everything with an employer if they're going to start going this route. It is crucial, especially the religious exemption. Because remember, the religious exemption, guys, people do not realize the strength of religious exemption. There are so many rights that are around that, especially the civil civil rights, when it comes to religious freedom. And having an individual or a business or an entity come to you and say, you cannot work here, even if you have a religious exemption because you have to get the injection. You open up an entire bag of lawsuits ready to roll right off the rip. Now, is some of this stuff going to be very difficult? Is some of this stuff going to be very invasive? Is it going to get drug out in court? Yeah, it may well. But at a certain point in time, when do you stand up and become a warrior? When do you stand up and start fighting back? When do you stand up and say no? Now, I'm just asking that question. At what point in time do people stop complying? I've been I've heard references now. People go, well, Austin, you live in a free state. You're down in Florida. I said, do you know why Florida's a free state? Do you know why Florida's a free state? Because we didn't comply. Because we refused to comply. Because we were so diametrically opposed to complying that we were willing to do anything and everything, including getting physical altercations with not complying. That was our resolve down here in most of Florida. Same thing in Texas. States that complied. You look at their behavior. You look how it's turned out for them. Ask Canada. Ask California. Ask New York how that compliance has been going on for them, how well that's worked out for them. Now, I've talked to – I've got half a dozen people I know now email me, calling me, getting medical exemptions, getting religious exemptions, following religious exemptions over and over and over again. And they said, we don't know what it's going to do. But one thing, as I've said repeatedly, it throws a wrench in the cog. It completely slows everything down, and all of a sudden they go, you know what? Do we want to go down this direction? This is going to be really expensive, really drawn out, and really problematic. It's problematic. It's going to have a ton of negative blowback on it. And remember, when people start filing lawsuits and stuff starts going in public record and stuff starts going on the news about people standing up and filing religious exemptions, and it gets the spotlight – What does that do, my friends? It encourages other people to do the same. They don't want anybody doing this. They don't want anybody knowing about it. They want to put everybody to sleep with Fauci bobbling on about how you need to skip Christmas this year because somebody may be there that's under 12 that hasn't been injected with RNA gene therapy. This is where it's going. So I encourage you, stand strong on this. We're all in this fight together, but it is important that everybody starts coming together and proactively promoting civil disobedience on every facet of what's happening right now. Is there a virus? Absolutely. Did I catch it a month ago? Absolutely. Did it put me on my butt for about three or four days? Yeah. Did I still keep doing the show? Yeah. Did I still keep working and getting stuff done? Yeah. There's a certain point in time where you have to say, okay, I'm either going to be 
basically the individual that pushes and fights through, or I'm going to lay down and be a victim. Don't be a victim. They want you to be a victim. I don't want to do anything that these guys want. They're completely and totally out of control right now. If Canada didn't just show you what their plan is, 65 million booster dose contract for 2024. That's where it's headed. This is how it ends if we don't say no. What do you think, Dev? You know, Austin, I think the, the the biggest thing that you just said that really just stuck out to me, people are saying that you live in a free state. I, mean, I, got, I had to stop and do a rewind on that. Florida's a free state. What the heck just happened? We've got a, we're in a free state. New York's no longer free. You know, California's no longer free. Oregon's no longer free. Apparently so. This is going right back to what happened with the Civil War, isn't it? Now, you know, slavery, I'm going to say this, was a minor issue with the Civil War. It came back to states' rights and the overreaching hand of tyranny from the federal government. That would be Abraham Lincoln, hardcore weirdo with a Kabbalist Satanist witch wife. Okay, I just want to mention that real quick about Lincoln and, and, and him basically having Sherman Sherman's march to the sea where he pretty much destroyed a 60-mile-wide swath of everything and raped the women and burned the farms and killed everybody and all the livestock. And yeah, that, that, that Lincoln who had Sherman do that, you know, is that where this is going, that we're going to have, a, you know, a bumbling buffoon who's in the White House right now taking orders from the international Kabbalist banking cartels that run the planet through their investment houses? Are we going to have this guy basically telling us what to do, the guy who got on his knees to the Israeli president to bow down before the Rothschild International, how should I say, Kabbalist banking houses housed out of Switzerland and Israel, who basically run the Costa Nostra and run all the drugs? You know, fentanyl is a synthetic compound. It's 40 times more powerful than heroin, acts on the same opiate receptors. They don't need to grow poppies anymore in Afghanistan. That's why they left Afghanistan. They can turn the Taliban loose to grow what they need to over there, and they can produce everything they want in laboratories all around the world with fentanyl. 100,000 dead last year almost in the United States. I covered it last week. Probably millions dead globally from fentanyl and from heroin last year alone. And we wonder why we can't get people to work any longer. People are dead. You thought I'd mention that. The low-paying jobs, as far as, you know, in certain types of industries – the reason they can't get filled is because the people are gone. They're, they've died. So, well, not everybody who's in those low-paying jobs, you know, are on heroin. Well, that's true. I'm not saying they are. But what I am saying is you have a group of those people that are on drugs who move from job to job to job that are always filling these low-salary positions, and a lot of them are just dead now. And so a lot of these organizations who rely on those types of positions in order to maintain the basic structure of keeping the floors swept or keeping the garbage cans emptied or whatever or whatever they're doing, those people are just gone. They don't exist anymore. They've, they've passed away. They're, they're dead. And you think, well, that's horrible. Or they're addicted to opiates like another, what is it, 60, 70 million people in the United States are addicted now to OxyContin and different types of opiates. I mean, this is not a problem that's minimal in the United States or around the world. And guess who runs that? The international banking cartels, don't you remember the opium wars in China? It's all run through the Rothschilds this is over a 100 years ago. All of this stuff has been happening all of the time, but we always pretend like it's not happening because we have basically been blacked out, so to speak, by normalcy bias. And Austin's right. We've got to resist. 
free states. You know, we're a free state. We, we can't go have little children come to our Christmas parties. You know, the, the liberal left has always said, my body, my choice is they killed and murdered babies with abortion. But now you have to give up those rights. It's not your body. It's not your choice anymore because you have to take a forced in- injection. And that's it is so ironic to me. It really is that these people who are so leftists are complying with these mask mandates and complying with these kill shot injections and not even questioning the narrative. I mean, I mean it really is. It's amazing to me. And, you know, and here's the thing. Austin said something else about the wheels of justice are grinding away. Well, these aren't the wheels of justice anymore in the United States, are they? I would call it the wheels of injustice because of the compromising of our judiciary. You know, that's why Austin's 100% right. You got to throw a wrench in the mechanisms. This happened in World War II, in both the United States and in Europe and in Germany and all the armament manufacturers. Germany found out very, very quickly that when you have prisoners of war in concentration camps working in armament factories, some cases they just drop a wrench into the great cog of the machinery and stop everything. Or they don't load the munitions right and they explode when they try to be launched and all the other things happen. They're called saboteurs. And this is what happens, isn't it? This is why they brought Lucky Luciano in. Well, that ship, the SS Normandy, was sunk at its piers in New York Harbor and turned over on its side. Thousand-foot ship, huge ship, probably the fastest ship that's probably ever been built. It was basically sunk at its you know, at the pier, and they brought the doggone mob in to run everything. The entire planet is being run through organized crime. Who basically wants to slave everybody through pharmakia, which is what the Bible says. And it's one more thing. It's got to go a little bit more. It's got to go one more notch past this. And I really don't want to talk about this, but I've got to. I covered it years ago when I talked about chemtrails and Morgellons and self-assembling nanobots. You know, Dr. Kerry Maggi, and I probably wouldn't have covered this if Dr. Kerry hadn't been on the show. I was sending her texts about this all weekend. She's now has examined personally the vials of these kill shots, and she's found the horrific findings. And she's found like a spider-like creature that's alive inside of the injections. And she tested pretty much every single manufacturer of the COVID kill shot and looked at all of the vaccines and put them under slides. And sure enough, when you blow it up, there's like a spider-like living creature inside of the vaccine they're injecting into people. Now you think, okay, well, this, this wasn't bad enough. Now it's unbelievably horrible. Now they're putting parasites into us. Well, I can't really do a full expose on this today i'll come back and try to do it later this week and go into detail on what this is but guys this is not good all right when we have things like spiders being injected into us that are part of this sinister plan of this old world order being come back now are these are these parasitic entities did i say that i don't think i said that but i may have slipped and said it that are being put into our bodies to overtake our minds and our brains are these some type of weird creature is this some type of other thing that we don't know about really really don't want to know about that's being injected into us later on this week i'm going to cover this i'm actually going to go into detail with this again haven't done it in years it's a little bit too far out of the woo-woo side for me but i'd covered it years ago on a hagman show and i'm going to cover it again this week in depth because guys listen to me if they're injecting some type of nanobot or some type of living parasite into us, what the heck? This thing just went to a whole different level of sinister. But is this what they've been planning on doing? Is this some type of 
alien artifact. Oh, yeah, I'm getting there now, aren't I? That they're putting back into us. There's some satanic agenda that's going on. I can say to you, yeah, betcha. By the way, <laughs> you know, we've got to realize that, you know, unless we keep our hearts and minds in Jesus. Remember I told you a couple months ago, and I told you last week, I tell you all the time. You know, we don't have a chance of a snowball on hot asphalt in August on the noonday sun and 150 degrees on the asphalt of not melting if we don't have Jesus Christ living in our hearts and basically supporting the great I am and standing firm with God Almighty. Remember what he said in the Old Testament to the Israelites who were continually worshiping Baal and Moloch and Asherah? Kind of like Tom Brady's wife does. You know, remember, she's a witch. You kind of wonder why she's worth so much money and Tom Brady's being put in such a spotlight all the time, married to a Kabbalist witch. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? You think, oh, Tom Brady's wife's not a witch. Okay, why don't you just look it up? That way you can basically get an eyeful of it yourself. Yeah, they, he said that they're into everything. His words, not mine. They're into everything. What does that even mean? Everything? That gets pretty broad scope, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it sure does. So he's suddenly the hero of the world. Last night on the show, on the on the world's greatest wrestling federation with Andre the Giant meets Hulk Hogan. Unbelievable. And this is the case, basically, the <laughs> like Austin said, the circus clown act with the dancing bears and the monkeys that are basically put out in front of us every single day. So we don't pay attention on who these clowns are. And guys, listen to me. When Jesus Christ lives in your heart, you know as well as I do. You get a peace that passes all understanding if you keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Because you know that this life and this world that we're in that's being controlled by the evil one, which we know that because Jesus told us that, you know, just that basically we're not subject to its whims and cares and whatever. What's the worst thing they do to you? Send you to meet Jesus a little bit quicker? Uh, yes, bad as, bad as it's going to get. See, this is the thing we've got to understand. Where, where is that victory? Where, where is that for death? There is no victory in death. Death has no victory over us. Where is that sting? There's no sting. Because when we leave here, when we leave this planet, we go directly to Christ. And we need to understand that. Because guys, listen to me. The more you dig into this stuff, and the more you see what's going on, you're going to realize exactly what I've told you. That we've got a group of central bankers or entities, or whatever you want to call them because they're possessed, who monopolize the right to issue currency. They're the ones who are manipulating the gold and silver markets with naked shorts. They are the heart of this genocidal campaign, this whole kill shot mess. They control the most successful and powerful people in the world who run all of the major banks, all corporations, all politicians, the major, the majority of them, scientists, artists, etc. They're controlled with blackmail. In turn, these blackmail people, they have power that they wield significantly that affect our lives. Again, this is where the Jeffrey Epstein and the ongoing Trump coup <laughs> and the COVID collide because nobody wants to talk about the intersecting points. The other day I saw two connecting circles with a tiny bit touching in the middle. And one of them, one of the circles says, you know, we have to go to work. And the other circle said the apocalypse. And then there's a little intersecting place right in the middle of these two circles that says, and somehow we found ourselves here having to go to work in the middle of the apocalypse. And it's true, isn't it? But guys, you know, I kind of, to be honest, I kind of chuckled about that meme. In fact, if you look, if you go to the Sharon Brower Instagram, ST Brower, you'll see it. But guys, listen to me. We know right now that we have a blow by blow plan 
to create a viral bioweapon of mass destruction that's going to be implemented through the use of kill shots, period. You know, this is a gain of biological function research in a laboratory to create a synthetic virus that was designed to kill as many people as possible. And Dr. Fauci, if you want to call him a doctor, I wouldn't call him that, and his gang of biocriminals, the National Institutes of Health and the Center for Disease Control and the CDC and many of the U.S. federal agencies at the highest levels, but not all of their employees, you know, they use these different types of, how should I say, uh, how should I say, uh, authorizations to gain grants and patents to turn public laboratories into killing machines with U.S. taxpayer monies. And that's what we have right now. We have a huge, huge group of people that are just simply actors on the stage and they're being controlled and their strings are being pulled through the international cabalist Luciferian bankers. And if you don't see it yet, keep digging into it. You're going to find out that when you dig under that rock far enough, every single time when you dig under the rock, you're going to have one of these cabalist weirdos looking back at you. It's very, very important that we understand that because if we don't look at it for what it is, we're not going to understand you know, what's happening to us. Look at the swine flu vaccine kill shots from the 70s causing all these people to get Gillian Barr, you know, ascending paralysis. Now we have that police officer in Denver, can't walk anymore. He's in a wheelchair. Got my father-in-law, can't walk anymore. He's pretty much in a wheelchair now, and he has complete numbness in his feet and legs now. Yeah, ascending paralysis, but he took the kill shot too. And what we have to understand is that the vaccine adverse event reporting systems are now showing thousands of deaths, but only 1% are actually being reported, with over 400,000 experienced adverse effects. Well, 400,000 <laughs> times you know, a hundred, you're going to have another, you know, 40, 50 million people experiencing adverse side effects. And now we're looking at the two published papers at the consequences of the COVID spike proteins penetrating the brain of humanized mice and rhesus monkeys show that brain inflammation, also known as spongiform encephalopathy, also known as mad cow disease and Alzheimer's disease, are through an all-time high right now because of what's happening. In other words, even the mice in the doggone studies showed damaging inflammation in their lungs and in their brains. And all of the animals died to brain damage with the virus entering the brain through the olfactory system. you got to understand, it doesn't make any difference whether you inject a spike protein or it's transferred to you from person to person or if you inhale it. It does the same thing to you. That's why so many people are experiencing side effects, including women that have never been vaccinated, who start their periods when they're in their 60s and 70s. Spontaneous abortions, on and on and on and on. This is a full eugenics petri dish lab experiment, experience experiment to see how many people on the planet they can kill. Because remember, guys, let me say this to you, because we're the only people that talk about this because it gets so far out there, nobody wants to talk about it. This planet is being controlled by off-world entities, other dimensional entities. We got to get that. Okay, and it has been for thousands and thousands of years who used the sacrifice of human beings to feed themselves. This is the group that runs the planet. You don't believe it? Read the Old Testament with Moloch and Baal and Asherah and the killing of the children and the sacrificing of the children. And until we call these people out for the stuff they are, the satanic group for what they are, we're never going to have a, a, a way to get rid of this. And so we have to understand that our only hope is in the great I am through Jesus Christ. That's it. Guys, listen to me. you got to pray every day. I prayed for you this morning. It's so important to pray, and it's also really important. You've got to say no. Austin covered it in this first segment. You've got to say no. Look at Canada. He's right. Look at Australia, two crown colonies. Look at England. 
Look at all these different places all over the world that haven't said no. They're basically being bombarded with these kill shots, and they're basically dying by the droves, like in the United States and different states in the United States. You've got to say no. You want to have a spider injected in you from an unknown origin? What the heck is the spider? We'll cover it later on this week. Yeah, you're not going to want to miss that show. Guys, I love you, and I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely amazing to me. I just, I'm, I'm amazed that you guys are here listening this morning. I'm sorry the show's had so many problems technically this morning on the first hour. It hopefully it'll be in the archives and it'll be able to be listened to. Also, go ahead and finish it up. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, this, like, like I said earlier, it's, it's, it's sarcastically, but everybody's been saying it. You live in a free state. I'm like, what are we in the Civil War? I mean, is, is this what we're going to now? Is what we're, you know, we're basically referring to the state? But then my response, like I said, repeatedly is we've been free because we didn't comply. We just ignored everything. We kept our immune system strong. We went out to the beach. We got sun. We got fresh air. This whole concept of there's a the, 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 the uh, pandemic of the unvaccinated is a complete and total lie. There's, there's zero facts to back this up. The only thing that I have found now, and I've been watching this very clearly, and I talked to a doctor about this last week, what they're doing is – in most cases, if you go into the hospital and you basically are sick and you're having adverse events or you have COVID or whatever it is, if you've basically been injected, you're vaccinated, so to speak. I don't even like that term. It's not even a vaccine. Anyways, you're vaccinated. In most cases, they're basically giving you some meds and sending you home. And that's it. Now, if you've not been injected and they know this, they immediately want to take you in the hospital and admit you. They immediately want to put you on antiviral remdesivir and also another very, very strong antibiotic. And what I found now is the intravenous antibiotic with the remdesivir, I'm starting to figure this out, those two combined massively accelerate organ impairment when they're used together, especially with remdesivir. And so what's happening is now you're seeing all of a sudden all these people are dying, and they are, they're dying from organ failure, kidney failure, liver failure, respiratory failure. And also, I'm, I'm asking some questions. I said, dude, all these people weren't injected. I know they weren't injected. I personally knew. I mean, I've like four people now, I personally know, have basically gotten their time card punched in the hospital on remdesivir. And I keep asking people, I said, dude, do you guys not realize what they're doing? They're making sure when somebody comes into the hospital that is unvaccinated, they immediately put them on literally killing intravenous drugs. They shut their organs down, and then they say, oh, COVID attacked their kidneys and their liver. No, it didn't. It's an upper respiratory infection. There has never been one single stitch of evidence or science to show that an upper respiratory infection goes after the liver and the kidneys. And on top of that, even if it was, okay, say it was a viral infection that attacked the kidneys and liver. When's the last time you've ever researched or looked up a virus knocking out the liver and the kidneys in three to four to five days? Complete kidney failure. The answer is there's not one. There's none. Even Ebola is not that aggressive. And that's some nasty, raunchy stuff. This is what they're doing. And then they go in and say, it was another COVID death guy. Sorry. You know, it, it doesn't matter. The remdesivir killed them and they shut their organs down. We're putting it down as a COVID death. 
so they can continue to sack the numbers, they can continue to knock the people out, and they can continue to generate their hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue. And at the same time now, we're seeing this massive unlimited flow now, unlimited flow they're now saying in the Senate and the House, unlimited flow of Afghan migration in the United States. They're now saying that they are passing a bill to basically give Welfare, housing assistance, medical coverage, and state-issued driver's license to 95,000 newly transferred Afghans that are here in the United States. And granted, I have nothing against anybody from Afghanistan. What I do have it against is while you're continually stealing and taking everybody's money around the country, with giving it to individuals that you just brought in here. And I'd like to also figure out... How are they doing the uh, the shots? Do they, they have to get the injection? I haven't heard anything about Afghan refugees being forced to get the injection or to get their free money. I haven't heard one thing. Actually, I can't find one thing, single thing on that topic. Imagine that. Isn't that ironic? My friends, thank you for the support. Thank you for getting the truth and the news out there on a regular basis. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. It's got a brand new fresh batch of the vitamin C powder with antioxidants in it. It's on sale right now for 50% off. Product of the week. You guys voted it won. Cortisol Buster. Be sure to check that out as well. Multiple specials and stuff on sale on the website right now. Healthmasters.com. Thank you so much for the support. Keep the truth going. Keep waking people up, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.